Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Growth Podcast. This is the GPS Podcast and this week our focus is on seven reasons why you may not be progressing in your life. Thank you very much for making yet another exciting edition of the GPS podcast. I'm very grateful that you're here with me today. Uh, This week is going to be, well, a little bit more enthralling and a little bit more mind-boggling because some of the things that we're about to talk about are things that most of us can relate to. Most of us are actually scared of admitting them to be the case, but uh, there are no holds barred. On this one, we are taking off the gloves and focusing on what we need to do at individual level for us to make a bit of progress in our lives. And I do hope that you guys do leave me some feedback, do leave some reviews, because at the end of the day, you never know. Eh? Maybe I'm just talking to myself. What about your kambaweka? You think people are listening, but in actual fact, nobody is listening. And I'm just wasting time uh, making episodes of the podcast. So please feel free to leave some feedback um, on my Facebook page. You can inbox. You can send a WhatsApp if you have my number. You can follow me on Instagram and give me feedback. Let me know. Ah, the podcast. Ah, you know, just let me know whether it's good or bad feedback. Just bring the feedback so that I can know exactly what my audience um, thinks about the podcast. So, um, the other week, we we're focusing on Galamukani's seven principles for making it in life. It's like seven just happens to be the lucky number because this week, the number again is seven. And this time, I'm focusing on seven reasons why you may not be progressing in your life. Now, these are seven reasons. Some of you, it may just be one of the seven reasons that you can relate to. Some of you at disaster level, you can relate to all seven. You're not making progress because of all the seven. I hope that's not the case. Um, I really hope that is not the case. So let's get into these seven reasons. Uh, For some of them, I'll spend a bit more time because I feel like they are thorny issues. For others, I'll just like, you know, pass through, you know. Let's start with reason number one. So reason number one the reason you may not be progressing in your life is because, okay, first of all, before I go to reason number one, just a reminder that these reasons are not ordered or are not organized in level of importance, okay? This is just a random list. So does it mean that number one is the bigger reason and number seven is the least important reason? But let's get into it anyway. So reason number one, the reason you may not be seeing progress in your life is because your behavior does not match expectations. You frequently complain, you frequently criticize, you're always pushing back. You are a person that doesn't have the right attitude for the things that you do. Someone who is complaining has got a negative connotation to them. No one wants to be around a complainer. Every time you have this friend around you, they always complain. Everything about them speaks to criticism. That is what defines their character. As a result, that complaining That criticism, that negativity clouds your judgment. It blocks you from focusing on the bigger picture. Also, you don't do anything to improve things. You make everything a problem that someone else has to sort out. So you're not the guy that brings solutions to the table. You're not the guy that brings ideas on how can we improve it? How can we do it better? No, 
You are the guy who's always complaining. No, Bomayakangiwa, no, the economy, what, the dollar, have you seen how the exchange rate is, inflation, what? You're always complaining. You don't bring solutions to the table. Sometimes it's in your place of work. Sometimes it's in your social circles with your friends. You are seen as the guy that dampens the mood. That may actually be holding you back at individual level and also at team level. So you have to always remember that people who win in life don't have this kind of attitude. People that win at life do not have a constant complaining and constant criticizing attitude. That is reason number one. Number two, your expectations in life are for instant success. That is reason number two why you may not be progressing. Your expectations are for instant success. You are not entitled to any success in life. And this is the truth. Like I said, we're taking off the gloves, eh? This is the truth. Nobody is entitled to any success in life. Even if you step it up and you work very hard for a few months or a few years, you are not entitled to success. Success doesn't just come. Yes, it may come. No, it may not come. But it's not guaranteed. It's not that... Because you suffer, it's automatic you're going to make it in life. Life is not a Nigerian movie where because you suffered, oh, they left her, the boyfriend left her for someone else, doesn't mean that you find someone and you'll be happy. No, sometimes you can suffer and even just die. It's, it's that simple. You can just suffer and go through a very difficult life and then just die and it ends there. So no one is guaranteed success at any level in life. It's not like Nigerian movies where you suffer and your partner leaves you or your boyfriend or girlfriend or your wife leaves you for someone richer. They go to the city and stay with them and you are in the village struggling and all of a sudden this prince comes and marries you and your life changes. That is not how life works. So no one owes you success. Your expectations are for instant success. Understand this. At individual level and at company level. At company level, it takes most companies, most businesses, five to ten years for them to become an overnight success. It takes five to ten years to become an overnight success. And that is built through consistency and it's built through value that you add to yourself and to your environment. These two elements, consistency and value, are critical elements to success. It's hard for any individual at any level to show consistency and value in a matter of weeks. You need months and years for you to demonstrate consistency at any given level. I'll give you an example. Most of you today, you've got a business idea. That idea is stuck in your head and you know what you want to do and you know what you have to do, okay? You have that business idea. If someone came to you and told you that, look, this business idea that you're sitting on is a brilliant idea. Start working on it now. But it will take 15 years for this idea to actually be where you're seeing it. And they've told you, guaranteed, it will take 15 years for that idea to come alive. Are you going to embark on that journey and struggle here and there for 15 years until the idea finally makes you money? Chances are most of you are doubting and you're, you know, like, ah, I'll ditch the idea, I'll do something else. Why? Because, like I said, your expectations are for instant success. You want to start something today and see results tomorrow. And that is why most people you find are finding themselves where they are being duped or conned. Why? Because people have come to understand, the con men we see, the scammers understand that human beings, especially us Africans, are desperate for money now. And that's where most of us miss it. We want the success now. 
You want it at the moment. You get a job today and you expect to be driving a car that your boss is driving in in two, three years. It doesn't work like that. And that is why most young people are laid off work because they are engaged in some dubious activity because they want to get rich quickly. No, you must entertain in your head the idea that yes, I can get rich, but I can get rich slowly. If you always want instant success, what that leads to is frustration. Because you invest today, nothing shows up. You put in the work tomorrow, nothing shows up. Two years down the line, nothing shows up. Why? Because success is not a one, two-year process. And as a result of that, you stop. So you start this because in two years, nothing happens, you stop. You start something else, you stop. At the end of the day, in 10 years, where you could have focused on one thing that gets you to the top, you spread your effort across 20 things that never worked. Why? Because your prayer and hope was, one of these will get me the money quickly. And that never works out. Number three, before I go to number three, on the issue of you having expectations for instant success, my advice to you is be more realistic in your expectations. That will improve your daily performance. Be more realistic. Count success on a daily basis. Every day before you go to bed, look back at the day and say, Have I achieved my targets for today? Set daily goals. When you wake up in the morning, do you have a to-do list, a checklist that you say, today I should do this, I should work on my proposal, I should work on my business, I should do this on a daily basis. That is how you measure progress. Before you go to bed, that checklist you developed in the morning, get it and tick against everything that you did. That way, your progress is measured on a daily basis. It is easier for you to do things on a daily basis for three years than to measure success at three years straight. They say the best way to eat an elephant is to cut it and eat with a fork and a knife one day at a time. Otherwise, in one day, you won't eat the elephant. Let's go to number three. Number three, you are missing the big picture. Remember that what worked once might not work again. What worked once may never work again. What worked in one particular industry or business may not work in a different industry or business. You need to understand your environment. You need to understand what works and you need to understand what doesn't work. The problem most of us face, especially us young people or also older ones, is that you want to force ideas into situations that don't suit those ideas. Because that's the only idea you have. And you've convinced yourself that this idea must work at whatever cost, even though the idea is not ready at the moment. And you force the idea and you push the idea because you heard that you have to work hard and you have to push and push. Yes, but you're pushing the wrong idea to the wrong people. It's like selling. You can have a very good product, a very good product, but you won't make any money if you're selling to the wrong market. It's like selling a Range Rover and I go to advertise it in Karingalinga. In the market, I'm trying to say a Range Rover. My market obviously is not there. If I take that vehicle and I go and flash it somewhere, you know, um, the way, let's say, on Greatest Road, or I go and flash it somewhere in these suburbs and whatnot, maybe then I'll sell the car. But if I'm convinced that this Range Rover, someone will buy it in Karingalinga, someone will buy it, that stubbornness, that idea that has to be forced on people, 
even though the idea is one, not ready, or two, the idea is not meant for that particular audience, that can be detrimental to your progress. So understand your environment. Understanding your environment means if I have a product, sometimes some products are good, but the market just isn't ready. The market just isn't ready. And you, 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 as a business person, you need to be smart enough to identify when the market is ready and when the market is not ready for your product. Because people grow, people change. A customer that you're dealing with today will be a different customer in five years. The person has changed. So meaning that in five years, they may be ready for a product. Number four, you are too passive. I'll tell you the truth. Like I said earlier, we're taking off the gloves. Most of the people, either people in your life or just people in general, most of the people are not thinking about you as much as you think they are. They are probably not even thinking about you at all. There's a gentleman that told me that there is no boss. There is no manager, there is no supervisor who knocks off from work and is thinking about how they can make their employees' life better. There's no boss that they're at home watching TV with the family and thinking, how can I make Davison's life better? Nothing. There is no boss like that. It absolutely doesn't work like that. So no one is thinking about you. Accept that and move on. If you want more opportunities in life, you need to put yourself out there. Don't wait for someone to think about you and call you for an opportunity. Put yourself out there. If you are in the working environment, at your place of work, put yourself out there. Do you volunteer for tasks? Do you you give ideas in your organization? Are you the one that's always volunteering to give a vote of thanks? Are you the one who's visible in the organization? If you sit and wait to be identified, chances are that will lead to disappointment. Because like I said, no one will create opportunities for you You have to create your own opportunities. Suggest things and be the one to do the things for which you suggest. If you are a business person, why don't you build your business around solution-based marketing? Where I go to this organization and come and say, "Um, I've noticed that you guys um, have this particular product. I would like to help you sell this product. So let's try. For the first two months, I'll sell it for you for free. If it's working, then you start paying me a commission. That company may never have thought about coming to you, but because you took yourself there, you put your foot in the doorway, two months down the line, that product is selling. Then you go back and say, no, we agreed two months ago that when this works, you then give me a commission. Before you realize it, they actually do give you a commission and you're in business with them and you partner with them. That could not have happened if you just sat there waiting for them to get in touch with you. So be more open-minded. Think about opportunities that you want. Organizations you'd like to work for, what do they need? Study them. How can you be the one to provide a solution to a challenge that they're facing? Ask people how you can help them. Create solutions. Provide value. Don't wait to be called. No one will call you. If you have that mental attitude that no one is thinking about me, make them think about you by approaching them. If you don't do that, you always wonder why are they getting that guy and not me? Because that guy that you are admiring approached them, he was proactive enough, and he had his name in their conversations by introducing himself to them. Number five, you think networking is fake. Now, networking at the moment is one of the strongest tools 
you can have in your toolbox. Networking is basically building relationships with people, people that you know, people that you don't know, people that you would like to know, building strong relationships with these people. Now, relationship building doesn't mean that you are all up in people's business, all up in their life. You are always checking up on them. You are always bothering them, so to say, no. Also, networking is not about you being manipulative or inauthentic. Manipulative where you want to give people ultimatums. No, if you don't do this for me, I won't do that for you. If you don't, no, 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 no. That is not what networking is all about. Networking is actually about showing people that you respect them and then they will respect you back. Networking is something that is expanding with time. It's you expanding your circle of strangers working together. Here is how networking works. If I identify John, okay, and John for this purpose is an example of a name I am giving. If I identify John and I say, look, in the next five years, I want to work for that particular organization. For me to get in that organization, who do I need to know? Okay, I need to know John. John may not work for that organization, but John has contacts of people who work in that organization. If I spend time around John, if I'm always with John, if I'm always hanging around with John over the weekend, or where John is attending an event, I'm also present there with John. John will one day introduce me to someone at that organization. Then now I am in that circle. Whoever John introduces me to, I put them in my network and I build a network around that. Remember, the biggest mistake most people make is that when they want to build a network, you want to build a network so that you can achieve results now. You want to achieve results today. You go to someone who you want to be in your network, you approach them, and then two days later, you text them or you call them and you ask for a job. No one will give you a job like that because all you're showing is that you are just an opportunist. You are building a network because of what is good for you. And no one likes to be around people like that. As the old proverb says, if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. So going far basically means I want to get to this place in five years, but I cannot get there alone. I need to know people. And I have to be deliberate and I have to be strategic about how I go about it. So my advice to you is this. I learned this from a friend of mine. Get a piece of paper, draw a circle on that piece of paper, write your name at the center of that piece of paper, and then draw lines around your name. Now, those lines that you draw, write down names of people that you need to be close to or to have in your network. And then outside of those, write down names. So I want this one to connect to that one. I want this one to connect me to that one, then that one will connect me to that one, and then in five years, I'll get to this one. That's how you build a network. If you're proud enough, chances are you won't go far. Why? Because you think you're good enough on your own, and that will not take you anywhere. Number six, you don't make your talent shine. I'm sure you've heard of the wording, eh? Make your talent shine. Now, you might be doing all the right things, and you might be doing all the right things very well. But your work is not visible. 
I'll say that again. You are doing all the right things and you're doing all the right things very well, but your work is not visible. If that is the case for you, you need to work on making your work visible. You need to reach out to the right people. Like I said, networking. Reach out to the right people in your circle. Be willing to work for free. Start finding ways to show off your talent. I experienced this firsthand, especially where the working for free is concerned. And this ties in very well with what I said earlier about you identifying people who will take you to the next level. Working for free, a young man approached me, I think two years ago, and he came to me and said, I did a drawing of you. And you've seen those people, those kids who draw the president, they draw celebrities, they draw musicians they look up to, they draw public figures that they want to associate with. And this kid came and said, I have a drawing of you. And he came and it was in a frame, a very beautiful painting. And I actually have it in my living room. He came to me and said, I, 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 I did this drawing of you. And he gave it to me. And I posted on my Facebook page. My Facebook page has over well, hundreds of thousands of followers. The young man did the drawing for free. Because he did the drawing for free, he brought it to me. I posted it on my Facebook page with over 100,000 followers at the time. And I can guarantee you that someone called that young man and said, Oh, I also want you to do a drawing for me or for my wife or it's our anniversary or it's Valentine's Day. Do this for me. The only way that happened is because the young man decided to deliberately take a step so that he could make his work visible. The painting he did for me was for free. That was a step, a sacrifice he was willing to make so his work can become visible. Think about it. What good is your art, your brilliant, beautiful art, if it's sitting in your garage or sitting under your bed and no one gets to see it. You are the best painter in Zambia, but no one knows you. You are good at taking photos, but no one knows about your photos. So you go to someone who's famous and say, Hi, can I take your photos? When you post on Facebook, mention me. That is someone taking steps to make their work visible. But if you don't have what is visible, no one will come to you. The way visibility works is someone will come to me and say, Sui, who took that photo of you and your wife? I like that photo. I would like that person to take photos of me. The reason they saw that is because the person, that is the photographer, took a deliberate step to make their work visible. So whatever your work is, please make your work visible. Being able to work for free basically means you go to an organization and say, look, I am good with IT, I'm good with computers. Can I work for one month for free? It is better you work for a month for free and the company recognizes your effort and they think about you. You may leave, you may not get the job, but at the end of the day, your work is there for them to see. They may not need you now or at the moment, but the way that life works is the people you worked for at that time may not have a job opening, but someone will leave that company, go work somewhere else. And when they mention an IT person that they need, someone will say, there's a guy I know. When I was working there, he did something for us. He can do something for us even here. 
Why? Because you took a deliberate step to work for free. And by working for free, you made your talent shine. You may be the best IT guy, but you are useless if no one knows about you. And that is why today, most people are on social media. Everyone wants to be on Facebook. They want to be seen. Why? Because what is visible has a higher likelihood of being taken seriously. What is visible is more likely to be appreciated and employed. Let me not say much. Last but not the least, you do not have the skills that are needed at the moment. Remember, we are looking at the seven reasons why you may not be progressing in your life. And reason number seven is that you don't have the skills that are needed at the moment. It's a bit appeal to swallow, I know, but you might not have the skills you need to succeed yet. It's not impossible. You can get these skills, but the problem is at the moment, you do not have these skills. So at individual level, you need to put the ego away and see the knowledge gaps, the skill gaps that you have and work at improving those gaps. You don't know everything. Not everyone knows everything. There are some things that you don't know at the moment, some skills you don't have at the moment. If you work at those skills, you close those gaps and you become a whole person. That is why you see people going back to school today. Why? Because they are humble enough to acknowledge that, look, for me to go to the next level, let me close this skill gap I have. Let me close this knowledge gap that I have. If you want to stand out, your execution needs to be excellent. In everything that you do, your work needs to be spotless, excellent, and you need to beat the standard that is set by others in your industry or in the niche that you're serving. For you to be the best at what you are, you need to arm yourself with necessary skills that are relevant to your industry. And at the moment, you may not have those skills, but not all hope is lost. You can still go back to school, you can still go to YouTube and learn those skills and put those skills into practice. You always need to be learning, always be testing, always be adapting. Then you get the skills you need for that success that you're working towards. There are some times that we've missed opportunities because at the time the opportunity came, we didn't have that skill that was needed then. If that opportunity came again, you would definitely get it. Why? Because you closed that skills gap that existed at the time. So be humble enough to say, you know what? Let me conduct an introspection of myself. Let me look deep within myself and admit it to yourself. Because if you don't admit things to yourself, you are doing yourself a disservice. Admit it and say, look, I have a certificate. This certificate won't take me far. Yes, it brought me where I am now, but for me to move from point A to point J or point Z, I need to get a diploma or a degree. If you're not willing to have an honest conversation about that, five, ten years will pass and you would not have improved your skills and you will only have yourself to blame. So like I said, you may not be progressing because at the moment, you do not have the necessary skills that are needed for you to make progress. So that's it, eh? Those are the seven reasons that you may not be progressing in your life. I hope one or two can relate to you. Sometimes, even though you don't relate to them now, 
I know that in the future you'll be able to understand or look back and, you know, create a certain introspection and say, oh, that's what it meant. Oh, this is what you're talking about. And I hope that at the end of the day, this information will bring value to you and you will use it to better and improve your life. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a very productive week ahead and I look forward to next Thursday's edition of the Growth Podcast. Remember, please get the feedback running. Let me know what you feel about the podcast where can we improve and things like that reach out to me on facebook and on instagram at suilanji1 keep growing